In case six, we find William Morris. Of all Victorian practitioners of the book arts, William Morris is likely the most familiar to book lovers today. Morris founded the Kelmscott Press in 1890. His efforts there included choosing the titles, locating high-quality ink, ordering handmade linen paper, creating new font styles, devising elaborate initial ornaments, and designing the layout of the books themselves. Morris referred to Kelmscott as his typographical adventure, and the appearance of the type was possibly his highest priority. He persuaded a noted compositor, William Bowden, to come out of retirement to work in his shop and readily cooperated when Bowden asked that his daughter work alongside him. As a socialist, Morris departed from standard employer practice in a number of ways, including full cooperation with unions, reduced hours, and improved conditions for his workers. But his willingness to employ a woman compositor is remarkable, given the active resistance by the London Society of Compositors to female membership. Certainly, the establishment of Morris, Marshall, Faulkner and Company in 1861, which made innovative furniture, textiles, and wallpaper, had given Morris early experience employing women to produce skilled work. But Morris's employment of Bowden's daughter, Mrs. Pine, and his efforts to secure her membership in the London Society of Compositors mark a real milestone. I've rounded out the case with the Kelmscott Chaucer, which is one of the most magnificent books ever printed in England. It epitomizes Morris's accomplishments, and seeing it really demonstrates his impact on the luxury book industry. Morris's arts and crafts ideals led him to produce beautiful books in very small quantities, while his socialist principles meant that the artisans he hired were well compensated for their expertise. Kelmscott's were inherently rare and costly, but very well received.